The Will You Grow Show goes live Sundays 9 to 10 a.m. Eastern. To receive notifications, click the subscribe button beneath this video or visit YouTube's Will You Grow channel to see more shows and videos. And now, here's Will You founder Angelique Meadow with this week's Will You Grow Show. Welcome to the Will You Grow Show. How are you? I'm Angelique, founder of Will You and WillYouGrow.com, an inspirational multimedia company that provides personal growth and joy through education, conversations, and adventures. I'm here in studio today with our audio aficionado, Ben. Good to see you again. And our video Santa, Neil. Hello. They're making this show happen while they share their quips and commentary. Today's show is the sixth of a series of shows about self-care, and it's titled Why We Avoid Self-Care. Self-care is a fundamental requirement for our body to survive. As adults, we must provide our physical body with care through food, water, clothing, bathing, yes I did, sleep, <laughs> and affection. If we do not provide ourselves with this type of bodily self-care, we may die. But we also may notice that our survival needs are based in the body. We need food for the body, clothing for the body, we need to bathe the body, and we need affection for the body. So for much of our history, our focus has been on survival of the body. We've been focusing much or all of our attention on things like working jobs for money that buy stuff for our bodies. We exercise our bodies, not in honor of them, but rather to use our bodies as leverage to buy time with people we're sexually attracted to or who make us feel powerful. We build houses in much the same manner, using and showing them to showcase our status and provide comfort for our physical body sometimes at the denial, neglect, and expense of our deeper self and its need for care. Self-care is not just about the body. Self-care is not just getting a massage or getting nails done or giving our body a treat. All those things are lovely. However, a life that's full of bodily self-care while neglecting our care for our soul, can leave us feeling abandoned, depressed, and suicidal. As the famous Indian yogi Paramhansa Yogananda once said, wealth without wisdom is like swimming in an ocean while dying of thirst. With all our focus on our body, many of us have forgotten that our body is a vehicle. This is the first misperception that causes us to avoid self-care. Number one, we mistake our body as our self. By mistaking our body as our self, we focus all our attention, all our care on our body. There's no mistaking that we do in fact have and may enjoy our body, but by mistaking that what we are is our body, we've crippled our perception and our whole true worth. We are not our bodies. Our bodies are automobiles. Let's look at the definition of automobile as defined by Google. Automobiles are defined as a road vehicle powered by an internal combustion engine or electric motor and able to carry a small number of people, unquote. Our body is our automobile for this life powered by a life force, 
not unlike electric, <laughs> and is able to carry our soul during our lifetime. Our soul is comprised of all parts of our experience in our lifetime. This includes, but is not limited to, our emotions, feelings, genetics, blueprints, inherent gifts, our character traits, our perceptions of ourself, love, and fear. And our soul needs care. So again, the first misperception that causes us to avoid self-care is that we mistook our body as our self when we're actually something much deeper. Next, number two, our second misperception that causes us to avoid self-care. We define our worth by our body. Once we identify ourselves as our body, then we begin comparing our body with other bodies and judging our worth. Next, we judge whether or not we are worthy of any type of care, love, or affection from others and from ourselves based on how our body appears and performs. So basically, this means that we judge that what we look like and what we can do makes us worthy. I did this, and I also identified myself as an intellectual, and then judged that my worthiness of self-care and love was based on how my mind and body appeared and performed. Our worth is not determined by our body or our mind. And I can share this with you not just because we can learn about this from many sages over many lifetimes, but because I have experienced it myself through years of meditation guided self-inquiry, study, energy work, and lots of other methods. So to exemplify this, I'd like to share an analogy from nature and life. When we look at a field of flowers, the fact that each flower exists is an example of its worthiness. Because the reality is, at any moment, life has the power to choose to take its force from the flower and its body will die. Life chooses to allow that flower to exist and grow and bloom for as long as it wishes. The flowers are worthy of being and being there because they exist. And the worth of any flower is not determined by comparing it to others. The body of each individual flower is beautiful in its own way and is not more or less worthy of life's care, attention, etc. based on how it looks, how many petals it has, what colors they may be, or even if it has a mind or how that mind may work. The worth of the flower is inherent simply because it is. We are all worthy. It is the life force that makes all live, breathe, and move that is the inherent worth of all living things. Worthiness boils down to only this one thing. We exist because we're worthy, and we're worthy because we exist. We are both the chicken and the egg in this scenario. When we know that we exist as a soul that's worthy, we will open up our heart and our mind 
to unite and join forces. This means, for example, that we will no longer say, I want to go on a diet and I want to eat a chocolate cake. (laughs) Our heart and our mind will join forces at this point when we know that we exist as a soul that's worthy. This will then allow us to begin the powerful soul journey into self-care, which includes eating what's best for us. And one day, it might be some of that chocolate cake, and one day it might not. (laughs) Again, this week, we're going to say three affirmations alongside two tips to open us to our soul and its worth. These three affirmations may be said internally, aloud, or sung as needed. Now, please note, to receive the maximum benefit of affirmations, We need to feel the feelings of the words while speaking the words. If we feel any resistance, that's a note to self that further self-inquiry may be helpful. Affirmation number one. I'll say it, and then we'll say it together, and then we'll discuss it a bit. Affirmation number one is, I do matter. On three, one, two, Three, I I do do matter. matter. Nice. Affirmation number two, I am worth knowing. On three, one, two, three. I I am worth worth knowing. knowing. And affirmation number three, I am important. On three, one, Two, three. I am important. Would either of you like to share anything you might have experienced within yourself before, before, during, or after you were going to say that? I felt very matter of fact and very, yeah, I'm, I am, I'm very important. <laughs> so I meant it when I said it. I felt it and I meant it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And Ben. Is more comfortable, yeah. for sure, I think, than when we started this yeah. <laughs> a few episodes ago. So, Yes. It's a growing process, yes. You're starting to notice a shift in yourself as you say these things yes. consistently over three weeks. Would you like to share what you've been noticing? Um, well, so as we're shooting, less <clears throat> resistance saying it, and along with other work that started in 2021 on this show, um, just overall less of, less of the same routine, less of just the grinding, working, playing hard, go to bed, cooking more of my own food, um, going on walks with Jenna, reading more. So, yeah, just more variety of activities and putting uh, things that break up my routine that I used to enjoy and thought I didn't have time for, but can always make time for things and um, having the confidence to do those things, even if I think I'm not good at them. So Nice. That's good. Yes. That last one, that really hit a note with me. Yes. 
And Jenna is his sweetheart, for those of you who don't, don't know that yet. <laughs> it says imaginary friend. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And it's, I think it's interesting you brought up that you, you felt more confident. Um, and I might shake up that word just a little bit in your heart-mind, because confidence often comes from a sense of ego, whereas worth comes from a knowingness of who you are, something that's unshakable. So to just sit with those two words in your heart and feel which one is more true and, you know, more stable confidence versus worth. Yeah. And I think we talked about this recently too, is and maybe the three of us are all similar in this. What maybe would appear as a lack of confidence is that an active effort to avoid projecting that ego mm. onto other people or acting egotistical. I think we all yeah. are like afraid of being that when really we're all good at different things and it's not I, odd to express that. I see that. that. Was, we've all had to deal with <laughs> those egos in our lives. So Sure. Sure. But you know, that gives us a chance if we've been right. surrounded by people who might have been had narcissistic characteristic traits and things like that that can often create the opposite in us for balance so if someone is really seeking attention a lot right. they have an overinflated expression of who they are but then this other person starts to play small to compensate for that but there's but neither one has balance right so the way that we can work on our our own inner balance in that and not feel like we're being egotistical when we just speak our truth is to know our worth, and which is what we're talking about today. Mm. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you very much for sharing, guys. Great. Okay, and next, here are two affirmations that can help us to observe our soul and its worth. Help us get in touch with that. Before we begin the two steps, I wanted to share with you how I prepare myself to open myself to a new perspective. And you might apply this for yourself if you think that it would be helpful for you. I prepare myself by releasing my focus on what's around me. And then I focus on what's going on within me. And next, I'll breathe deeply and slowly until I feel completely comfortable and at attention within myself. I also remind myself that there is far more that I do not know than I do know. And these next affirmations help me to connect with that great wisdom of the unknown. Then we'll say these two affirmations. The first affirmation is, I'll say it aloud, and then we'll count down and say it together. The first affirmation is, I am not the body. On three, one, two, three. I, I am not, not the, the body. body. Mm -hmm. Very good. And affirmation number two, I am not the mind. On three, one, two, three. I, I am not, not the, the mind. mind. Very good. And sometimes we might feel a little searching in ourself when we say things like that because it rubs up against our current beliefs that we are our body and our mind. So don't... Uh, be concerned. Don't be concerned with the resistance. Just <clears throat> allow it to be there 
because it's actually working as medicine alongside of these statements of worth, which is, I am not the body and I am not the mind. I'm something much greater than that. It's growing and opening your mind exactly. to new thoughts and new, exactly. new things. And Wonderful. Yeah. And these, um, these two affirmations are not just my own. I did not write those. These are famous affirmations that have been used for centuries by yogis and others who have wanted to discover their truer, deeper self. So rather than avoiding self-care, we can create a caring, safe inner place to know our deeper self our soul. By doing so, we neither look to others nor lean on them to care for us. This allows us to feel noticed, appreciated, respected, and cared about by ourself. And by caring for ourself rather than looking to others to care for us, we can simply love others rather than needing something from them. So will you I encourage you to get to know your soul and its worth. By doing so, you will always know that somebody cares. So let us know how applying today's concepts works for you. We enjoy hearing from you. And for today, I'll send you off always with love. From Angelique. You can heal with words, ease anxiety, create peace, hope, and love within with these elegant new hardcover affirmations books, card decks, and journals by Angelique Meadow, founder of Will You and WillYouGrow.com. Inside the affirmations books and card decks, you'll find heartwarming photos alongside consciousness-raising words that generate feelings of comfort, happiness, and joy. With easy guided instructions and a new affirmation each week, you'll uplift your spirits and allow your mind rest for months and years to come. If you like to write, these 200-page Will You Grow journals come in 11 gorgeous silk matte finish hardcover styles, allowing ample space to pop the cork on your thoughts and feelings and pour them onto the page. Uplift and support your health, freedom, and joy today with the Affirmations books, card decks, and journals by Angelique Meadow, knowing that your purchase supports you and charitable organizations for old-growth trees, clean water, and scholarships. Get your affirmations, books, card decks, and journals now at willyougrow.com and amazon.com. For more information about programs offered by Will You, mentoring with Angelique, and to watch video success stories from clients, explore willyougrow.com. If you or your company are interested in inspiring our mutual audience by sponsoring this or another of our programs, let's talk about it. Boost viewer confidence and trust in your company. Call 1-833-WILL-YOU, then press extension number 6. Make sure to click the subscribe button to get reminders before upcoming shows.